Good evening. It is a wonderful evening to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's go ahead and stand. We're very excited for what's going to happen with Family Wednesday today. I heard we have a guest speaker. I'm sure you're all going to love that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into worship and invite the Lord into this place. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. 
God, it's all because of you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. You are worthy, God, of all the praise, the glory, and the honor. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We know that everything we do, that we do is because of him. And this next verse is, or this next song is tying into that too. And I'd like to read a scripture from Matthew chapter 6. This is verses 28 through 33. And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing. Yet Solomon in all his glory, which is not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for the wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of the unbelievers, but your heavenly Father already knows all of your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus.
service tonight. Jesus, we give you all the glory. We thank you, Jesus, for everything that you are and for everything that you've done. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Well, welcome, everybody, to Family Wednesday. Woo! Why don't you turn and give your neighbor a high five and say, welcome. Amen. You all may be seated. How about a round of applause for this praise team? These guys were awesome up here today. Y'all can sit down. Good job, guys. 
So whenever there's five Wednesdays, or five Sundays, but whenever there's five Wednesdays in a month, we have what's called Family Wednesday. And so typically if you come on Wednesday, if you're a guest, uh, all the kids, all the youth will be downstairs right from the beginning of service. But when there's a fifth Wednesday, we all get to come up here together and worship. And I think it's probably my daughter's favorite Wednesday because she loves to come up here and sing. And uh, it's always a great time. It's always awesome to give the kids that opportunity. Um, but we just have a few quick announcements before we move on with the service. So everybody say September 10th. September 10th. That is going to be our next praise team practice. That is on a Saturday. That is at 5 p.m. So if you sing, if you play an instrument, if you're interested in singing or play an instrument, 5 o'clock on Saturday, September 10th. And then immediately following that at 7 p.m. is full church prayer. And that's for everybody here in the main sanctuary. Also, men's conference is coming up. So if you are a man and you are available Thursday, September 15th to Saturday, September 17th, right here in Kansas City at the Life Church, uh, men's conference is going to be going on. You do have to register. So you don't have to get a hotel. You don't have to travel necessarily. But you do have to register and let them know you're coming. Um, and if you have any questions about that, you can see Sister Sarah, and if she doesn't know, she will direct you to who does. So uh, make sure you register for that. And then also um, September 25th, everybody say September 25th. is a Sunday, but on the 24th is our next Ignite service, and uh, we are excited. Because Brother Raymond Woodward is going to be with us that weekend. So he's going to be with us for our Ignite service on Saturday. And then he'll be with us for service on Sunday. If you have never heard Brother Woodward speak, uh, he's one of the best Bible teachers you are ever going to hear. So make sure you make plans to be here this weekend. It is going to be awesome. And then lastly, our Move the Mission offering um, is still going on. And so you can give to Move the Mission. The last day to give is Sunday. So... Make sure that if you log in on the app, you choose the drop-down menu that says move the mission. And then when it says amount, just, you know, two, 3,000, whatever you have, just put it in there. And we will get this offering sent off on Sunday. So don't forget to give to move the mission. All right. So I am excited tonight because as a youth pastor, I don't know a lot of things. I really don't. I'm pretty focused, pretty narrow. But one thing I do know is pizza. I can order pizza, only pepper, only one topping at a time because we're on a budget, but I can order pizza, um, I can navigate the line at Mod Pizza with expert timing and add on one of those no-name cakes at the end. Uh, I know pizza really, really way, way better than I should. Uh, I'm a pizza enthusiast, but I'm pumped. I'm pumped because tonight I got all of us reservations at a hot new pizza place. Has anybody ever heard of the Bronx Pizza? Oh, hey, if you haven't, you are going to hear about it tonight because we have with us tonight the proprietor, the owner of Bronx Pizza. And he is going to be here at any random moment. Okay, okay, hey, hey guys, I need the pizza. I need it now. I not, we can't, we don't have the time to be, come on, get the pizza in the oven, man. Let's go. The pizza in the oven. Come on. I got to go. I can't help you. I got to go greet the customers. I'm the owner of the place. I can't get one in the kitchen all the time. I'll be back. I'll be back. Uh, we got a lot of pizza. Pe people here. Yeah. 
How you folks doing? You doing all right? We got pizzas working for you in the back. Everything okay? You need my coffee? You need coffee? Are you okay? You need a coffee? Okay, I'll get your server over here. Everybody doing all, you guys doing all right? Your pizza be right up. We didn't expect such a big party. We didn't expect, this is a big party. We, we, you, you know, you got to be, be patient with us. We got a lot of people, you know, we're short on help like everybody else in the entire world right now. Short on materials. We're short on pepperoni. We did not expect such a great, such a great, you doing okay? You need a pizza? We're working. I send your server over. You guys doing all right? I'm working on it. Thank you for coming. My name, my, my, my name is Luca. Luca. I, I was raised in Italy, but ra- I was born in Italy, but raised in the Bronx. And so my, my dad, he, he, he started this pizza place and now I'm the owner. You guys, you know, yeah, I get your pizza. We're just short right now, but my name's Luca. Born in Italy. Raised in the Bronx. So we got the Bronx pizza. How many of you like pizza? Raise your hand. You like the pizza. Raise your hand. Okay. How many of you do not like the pizza? Raise your hand. Okay. You need to go in. We need to see doctors right now. Go see the doctor. You done lost your crazy mind. Okay. Four crazy people don't like pizza. How you not like the pizza? The pizza the best. I know no, I, people say sometimes the New Yorkers, they rude, they, they rude. I, I don't think so. I think that we, yeah, we rude, we rude. <laughs> I know no, normally never talk to my elders, say crazy, but she crazy no like pizza, you know? <laughs> so pizzas, pizzas where it's at, it's good stuff. And, and so I, I just need to open this. It's for some reason... My iPad no recognize my facial recognition. <laughs> I don't enough chit chat. We got people all over. We got the I gotta help them. They they short back there. I'm gonna help you out. Uh, you see all the how many smell the fresh ingredients? We got more doctor's appointments for the rest of you. You know, smell the onions. Ah, Who smelled the fresh ingredients? So you know, smell the smell. You know, smell? I need a COVID test here. Uh, You smell? Yeah, smell of the onions. You smell the onions? No. Yeah. And you thought it was my deodorant. No, no. <laughs> Welcome to Lucas, my, 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 pa, my papa's shop. Now it's mine. And, and now I'm going to help you make a pizza. Very important, very important. As you, you got to work the dough. It's very, very important. Very important. Yes, and Luca, they don't call me the best in the Bronx for nothing. No, this is the best right here. The best. Hey, I got tricks. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay, we got to make it a pizza now. Uh, probably should have put these on first, but... I got the freshest ingredients here in the Bronx, the freshest. I got, I got sausage, I got cheese, I got the, the, the onions, I got the olives, I got the spinach, the peppers, the cucumbers. Who in the world eat cucumbers on their pizza? I got artichokes, sun-dried tomato, mushrooms. Who eats fungus on their pizza? Pineapple right here. How many of you think pineapple belongs on the pizza? Raise your hand. How many of you don't like the pineapple on the pizza? More crazy people. More crazy people. I talk to your pastor. He needs to help you get to heaven. You crazy. Okay, I needed the help. I need the help. Uh, the, the Luca needs the help making the pizza. Okay, so... I need, uh, uh, when, when, I, when I make it a pizza, I go and I, how many of you like the half a half of the pizza, half and half? One side, one, one side, the other. Raise your hand. I like, I go to this, uh, the, the mod pizza. Mod pizza, no, Luke, no Bronx pizza. It's okay. But the youth group go there all the time. And so sometimes I go say hi. When I go, I, I, I like, I like, uh, I like half of the pineapple and Canadian bacon, diced tomato. Other half, meat lovers. Who like the meat? Yeah, the pepperoni, the sausage, the I like all the meat. I know I have to commit to one thing. I can eat a little this, eat a little that. Half and half. I need the help. I need the help right now. I need a little, little, a teen, middle-aged, and old person. You, you, sir, right there. Yeah, you, come on. NBA, come on, come on, come on, come on. Come help me. Welcome to the Lucas, the Bronx Pizza Man. Come on. Can I get you a cup of coffee? You good? You all? Okay. Server, we need a cup of coffee. I need a... I need you. Come on. You raise your hand and then just say, I changed my mind. Uh, what are we doing here? No, I, want a, I want a young lady. Help me out. Okay, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Right here. Come on. Now, middle-aged, the, the, you go crazy. You got the little kids. And I, yeah. What is that? Okay, I want to, I want to let, yeah, you, here, sit here, you right there, come on, come on, come on. No, I want a lady, come on. The man you're with there, he point like this, I think, I don't know, come on. 
Sir, you like the pizza? You come help me. You can be the elderly one, yeah? Okay. Great. Thank you, thank you. Everybody be patient. Your pizza's coming. Yeah, not really, but it, they're working on it. Okay. Okay. Come on, come on up. Come on, come on, come on up. We don't got no nine. Let's go. Come on. Okay. Each of you get a quarter the pizza. Quarter. You get the quarter pizza. Okay. Everyone likes sauce. Sauce? Okay. Is a Luke, hey, the Bronx pizza do the best. No, 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 never, never mistakes. Okay. We start with you. Your quarter, what toppings you want on the pizza? Cheese. Lots or little? Lots. Yeah, like Wisconsin, jeez. Okay, your pizza, what else? What else do you like on the pizza? It's just cheese? All the other good stuff, you know, like nothing else but the cheese. Okay, okay, okay. Just the cheese. Who here likes just the cheese? Just the cheese. Raise your hand. Okay. You, you're a quarter. What you like? You like the cheese? Okay. Loud or the little? Little. What else do you want? You take your pick. Look, take a look. All freshest ingredients. We just cut them tonight. I'm passionate about my pizza. Uh, pepperoni. Pepperoni. What else uh, you like on the pizza? Just the pepperoni. What you like on the pizza? You like the cheese? Louder a little cheese. Louder the cheese, yeah. Okay, what else do you like on the pizza? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. <laughs> I love the passion of the people with the pizza. Okay, what else do you want? Black olives. Every time they, they every time they, they, they choose the topping you like, you cheer. Black olives. What else? Onions. Okay, what else? Uh, 
Pineapple Lady. Oh. Okay, what else? Peppers, green peppers, all right. Nothing, no, that's it, okay. And you, my friend, you like the cheese? Lots or little? Lots of cheese. What do you like on the pizza? Pepperoni. Okay, what else do you like? Sausage. What else? Fungus. And what else? Green peppers. What else? Black olives. What else? Onions. What else? That'll do it. Okay. I got the, the pizza. Here we go. I, I go put this in the oven, and then you are going to eat this. Yeah. You eat this. Will you eat that one? No. You like uh, this one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Will you eat uh, this one? No, I'll eat cheese. No. Will you eat the one with the pineapple? Ah. What about you? I'll eat them all, man. Eat them all. My beautiful restaurant. I got crazy people in my beautiful restaurant. I, would, you, would you eat this one here? No? Oh. So I, I realized at the Bronx Pizza, we got some people that like the, the, the cheese or hold the pepperoni. Throw on the extra pineapple. And, and some people say, I don't want his and I want hers, but I eat his. Everybody likes something different. Yeah? I make the pizza, you all sit down, we come serve you, go enjoy your night. I come bring you your pizza. Go have a seat. Now when we're done, we got to go eat the real pizzas, yeah? Raise your hand if you're buying. Okay, right there, all right. Okay, good stuff. I surprise my favorite topping on all the pizza, other than the cheese and the pepperoni, sun-dried tomato. Mmm, <sighs> yummy.
So why do you think Luca making the pizza, the Bronx pizza tonight for the church service, huh? Why? I'll tell you why. Because sometimes, you guys didn't know, but I'm actually Pastor Gary. I know you didn't know that. It was the mustache and the bulked up self. I want you to know I got nothing in here though. This is just real. Here's the thing. Sometimes people live for God like they make a pizza. We like things a certain way, our way. We don't want to eat someone else's pizza. Even on this, right? If Brother Jim's onions fall on my piece, I'm... Anybody ever pick at your plate when your parents put it on? Your... <laughs> yep. So we pick it because we don't want that. We don't want those parts on our part. And do you know that the, God has a, a book called the Bible? called the Bible. In the Bible, we have tons of different options of things to read. Just like here, you had tons of different options of things to choose from. Some of them were chosen, some of them were not. But we have a lot of different choices. In the Bible, there are stories of kings and queens, uh, bravery and cowardice, warriors in battle, times of peace and security. There are love stories. How many of you like love stories? There are stories of heartbreak, jealousy. There are stories where the underdog wins. The, the man living in the wilderness leads millions of people out of bondage. The shepherd beats a giant. The fisherman speaks of the greatest outpouring of the Spirit. Then you find grace, mercy, forgiveness, freedom, and love. We read about our past, our present, our future, and eternity. But in the midst of all this, the Bible is not just a book. How many of you are in school right now? How many of you are taking a class on history and you're learning about events in history? How many of you are learning about principles and, and what, the way our government works and things like that? So, we can learn about all this various stuff. And your teacher might say, there's a test. Make sure you memorize it. Make sure you study. But this Bible is so much more important than just a fact or a figure or a revolutionary war or the civil war or all of these wars that are important. We're thankful for the people that fought them. But there's a lot more. The Bible is not just a collection of good information that your teachers are telling you to memorize. What God gave us in His Word directly impacts us. Take a look at this scripture, 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. I want somebody to shout out and read that scripture for me. Verse 17. Okay, so think about this. 
He just said, the reason I gave you the Bible, the reason I gave you Scripture. How many of you know Scripture is the Bible? Does anybody know Scripture is the Bible? Four of you. Who's your pastor? He needs that. I mean, my goodness. So it says the Bible, Scripture is given to us for doctrine. What's doctrine? Anybody? Doctrine is, okay, doctrine is we know what we believe. It's what we believe. It's the, it's the, it's the crux. It's, it's hey, the, the doctrine is what we stand on, all right? It's, there's thousands of different beliefs in our world. How do you know what you believe is right? He says he gave us his word for reproof. Reproof is his word will convict us or expose things in our hearts. How many of you know sometimes there's things in your heart that are not right? Then correction. How many of you like correction? Raise your hand if you like correction. How about instruction? Who likes to be instructed and taught and trained? How come more hands went up for that one? Even the adult hands went up for instruction. But even the adult hands stayed down for correction. Because for the kids, correction might be mom and dad, put that down. What did I say? But for an adult, it might be, you did the project wrong and we're going to have to look elsewhere for your position. Nobody likes to seem that, I don't know. And why do we need these things? Why do we need doctrine, reproof, correction, instruction? The next verse tells us that, that, go back to verse 17, that the man of God, woman, all of us, that the person of God can be perfect or complete. So guess what? You need the word of God like I need the word of God so that we can be the person God wants us to be. And we need all those things. But let me ask you. You come into the Bronx Pizza, you say, all right, give me extra pepperoni, go easy on the peppers, and I definitely don't want the tomatoes. Hold the tomatoes. When you walk into pizza place, you ever do that? I want extra of this, only a little bit of this. Anyone ever do that? Yeah? Sometimes you come to Rock Academy or adults come to Principles for Life or a Bible study and they say, I want extra instruction, go easy on the doctrine, and hold the correction. <laughs> adults, I got a mustache on and a hat on. What I'm saying is powerful, though. <laughs> and if I smile some more... I'm just going to shave real quick. <laughs> Ain't none of that going on. I don't use no electric razor. <sighs> Shaved. What happens, though, is when we do that, 
I want this, not that, easy on that, go light on that. When you go to Rock Academy and say, I just want you to do this, don't talk that story, I want to hear this story. You don't get all the Bible, you only get little bits and pieces. And then what happens is that he gives us instruction, correction, rebuke. He does these things that we can be what he wants us to be. If we skip some of it, do we be what he wants us to be? We're not what he wants us to be because we're only picking and choosing what we want. And so, you know what often happens is people come to a pizza shop and they don't come because I'm not interested in pizza. Who walks into a pizza shop and says, do you serve pizza? I came for pizza. And you say, yeah, what can I get you? And they go, I actually don't like pizza. <laughs> you walk into a pizza shop, you're looking for pizza. But you want the pizza made the way you want to make it. You want the pizza to have the toppings. You want the toppings that you want to eat. People come into churches, not because they're not looking for God. You walk into a church, you're saying, hmm, I might be interested in God. I think I might want to get closer to God. But a lot of people will walk into Sunday school and Rock Academy and church and Bible study going, I want a version of God that I want because I want to know a little bit about him, but I, I, I want this part of him. I like the love. I like the grace, but I don't want the correction. Okay? And so people will skip. Here we go. People will skip from church to church, youth group to youth group, Bible study to Bible study, children's ministry to children's ministry, looking for toppings that they like. And as you get older, we might say something. One of your Sunday school teachers, one of your youth pastors, youth leaders, one of your a pastor, somebody might get up and say something that you don't like the way it sounds. But if it's in the scripture, if it's in the Bible, now I'm not saying somebody just teaches whatever they want. That's crazy. We're not that. But if it's in the Bible, even if you go, man, I really didn't want to hear that. Kind of like if a kid's playing by the street and their ball goes across, they want to go get that ball. But I got to say, don't go in the street. And so even if you don't want to hear it, it's not time to just jump to a different youth group, a different church. A different, it, it's time to say, God, could you possibly be trying to work on me even though I only ordered the pepperoni and got extra pineapple and I really don't like onions? Maybe are you trying to teach me something that I need to change about myself? As a pastor, I deal with this more than I would like. I'm not going to be much longer tonight. But people will say, I want to be baptized, but I want to skip the Christian living part. I figured if I jumped in that water, I could feel good about myself, get everything washed away, and then go back to doing what I was doing before. Or I want God's spirit to operate in my life, but I don't really want to speak in tongues or do what scripture has lined out for me and pray, and I'm not really into all that stuff. What about if scripture says it? I want to be set free but I want to keep taking drugs. I want to be holy, but I still want to sleep with someone I'm not married to. I want God to bless me, but I don't want to give him my tithe because I worked hard for that 10%. I want God to make me what he wants me to be, but I'm going to get irritated if the preacher talks about hair and clothes. What about if the Bible says these things. 
Even if you say, I've never been exposed to this, I'm not used to it, it seems strange to me, I, I just don't know if I'm comfortable with it. What about if the Bible says it? He gave us his word for doctrine, for correction, for reproof, for instruction. And guess what? If you never hear anything new in any message and it's in scripture, you're not growing. We should always be getting new things. We're going, wow, I've never seen that. Wow, this is amazing. I want to do what God... Sometimes when you haven't heard something doesn't mean it's not right in the Bible. It just means that God's trying to push you into a new experience with him. And so we can often be like, I want the blessings and the benefits. But can you hold the consecration and obedience? And guess what can happen? How many of you said you like half and half pizzas? Raise your hand if you like half and half pizzas. Raise them high. I'm with you. I'm not, uh, some of you are like, I raised my hand. He's about to call me out and make me look foolish. I'm with you. I'm with you. I love, I can tell you guys, you can just remember this anytime you want to bring me a mod pizza, all right? Half. It, and you know what? My biggest complaint, they don't have sun-dried tomatoes. Can someone get sun-dried tomatoes to them, please? They have diced tomatoes. Diced tomatoes are not sun-dried tomatoes. Someone help me out here. Sun-dried tomatoes are so much sweeter. They're so better. How many of you never had a sun-dried tomato? How many of you are bold enough to try one right now? If you don't like them, don't spit it on the, the seat. Just swallow it or spit it in your parents' hand. That's what parents are there for. I need to start introducing more foods to Titus at church. He doesn't try a lot, but if he tries it, this is positive peer pressure right here. You've never tried a sun-dried tomato? Brother Jim, what in the world? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Are they good? You only like cheese on your pizza. This is a big step for you. Anybody else? Note to self, if you got your hand up. All right, who liked it? Three. All right. My friends. So here's the thing. I go to Mod, half my pizza, Canadian bacon, pineapple diced tomatoes, sun-dried if they have it. Other half, hamburger, not sausage. Hamburger's better. I have a very, very, very strong preference on things. Don't say anything, anybody. And so uh, pepperoni, hamburger, uh, bacon, ham, Diced tomato, and then at the end, pesto drizzle over the whole thing. But I need to always clarify, because when they do pesto drizzle, they drizzle it. I'm like, pesto bathe it, okay? I want it so strong that when I go to give my wife a goodnight kiss, she's like, get away from me, all right? That's a, not that I want to be away from her, but you know, you get the point. That's how much I like on it. 
But we like the half and half. Why? Because when I walk in, I'm like, oh, pineapple Canadian bacon look really good. But so does the meat. And so I don't want to commit to one side or the other. I would rather keep my options open and have a little bit of this side and a little bit of that side. And that's why walking with God is like a pizza. Sometimes I think most of us want God in our lives. We want God. We, hey, I want to serve God. I want God to hear my prayers. I want to feel good about myself. I want my sins forgiven. But when it comes to all the other stuff, you're talking about consecration, commitment, tithing, giving, serving, all that stuff. Eh. You're talking about not doing this or talking about something about God said something about the way I dress. And oh man, you know what? I don't want to go into all that. So I would rather go to school and not act or look any different than everybody else because I want to fit in on the pineapple and Canadian bacon side. But yet when I come to church, I want to be on the meat lover's side too. So I want to get a half and half pizza so I can live in both worlds. And you know what? For you guys, I'm, I'm giving the pizza reference, but if we're not careful, we say, I want to live for God, but I also want to be in the world and fit in too and go to parties and have fun and, and dress that way and live that way and talk that way. But we're not going to fit into two worlds. Why? At some point, we have to make a commitment. And as you get older, meaning children, youth, adults, I'm not just talking to children getting older. How many of you as adults know you're getting older? <laughs> Some of you did not raise your hand. Whether you raise your hand or not, it's happening. <laughs> Hear me. God, I'm almost done. God has a plan for your life. But guess what? Guess what? You have a plan for your life too. Children, youth, adults, and only one plan wins out. Your plan wins out or God's plan wins out. And that's it. Galatians 5, 16 and 17, it says the sinful, it says, it says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. Look at verse 17. The sinful nature wants you to do evil, just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. The Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature wants. Go like this. Take your hands and go like this. You have a spiritual side, you have a flesh side, and they're warring against each other. Don't hit your neighbor, hit your own hand. <laughs> but it says right there, these two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. How many of you have good intentions? You mean to behave tomorrow, you mean to do your job well, you mean to be faithful, but guess what? If I walk in the flesh, that's not happening. So the problem is we'll never become what God wants us to be if we treat living for God like a build-your-own-pizza. Everybody look up here. If we treat living for God like a build-your-own-pizza, when you walk in and say, I just want cheese, I don't want anything else, and your parents accidentally put meat on it, and you go, you know what, Mom and Dad, I understand. It was a mistake. I'll eat it, and it's no problem. Or does it go something like this? I did, I did not want the meat. I asked for cheese. I'm not eating this. I'm not. No, I asked for cheese. When you go to Rock Academy, to Rock Church, 
Adults, when you come to service, Principles for Life Sunday preaching, if I'm preaching the word, I pray to God you don't sit in 12 months of services and never feel conviction. I pray to God you don't sit in 12 months of services and never have God talk to your heart and challenge you on adding some things in, taking some things out. I don't care if you're a brand new believer and you think, oh, I'm never going to be like these people. No, no, no. Hopefully these people you're referring to are still growing. Hopefully I as a pastor, I'm not like, oh yeah, I've reached pastor status. I mean, what more can I do? I'm the pastor of the church. My Lord, I hope that I'm still every day going, God, make me more like you. God, oh Lord. If there's stuff in, my, in me, you got to take it away, the stuff you don't want there. The stuff that you do want there that's not there, God, help me to be what you want me to be, God. I want to grow with you, Jesus. I don't want to just come in and go, I don't like onions. Pastor's preaching on onions. I don't like onions. Hopefully, every time your Sunday school teacher, your youth pastor, your pastor gets up, somebody's teaching, somebody's speaking, that you're going, God, I don't care if I'm doing something. Don't ever shut off part of your heart. Do you know how many people, how many of you can say you don't like one of these toppings and you've never tried them? Be honest. If you say, I, I have said I don't like one of those toppings and I've actually never tried it. So guess what? This is the way a lot of people are. I'm not doing that. Pastor preached that message. I'm not even going to look at the scripture. I'm not even going to pray about if that scripture pertains to me. I'm not even going to consider it. Why? Because I made up my mind I don't like it. And if we're not careful, the only person that that hurts is not, it's not, it's, uh, yeah, the hurt, we miss you, you leave, you go for doing this, of course it hurts us. The person who hurts the most is you. Because scripture says, I gave you this word to make you and mold you. Anybody ever play with Play-Doh? Sometimes what? You play it and you, and, you, and you make a mistake and you kind of roll it like this and you start molding something, you push on something, you can make indents, you can make lines in it. God's doing that in our lives. He's molding us and he's shaping us to what, I want, to what he wants us to be. But if we say, I only want that and I'm not going to follow that, we're not going to be the beautiful creation that he's called for us to be. You don't get to pick in part. You can't say, oh, I love the inspiration and the goosebumps. Easy on the repentance stuff and hold the consecration and obedience. This message tonight at the Bronx Pizza Parlor has been as much for the seven-year-old as it has been for the 70-year-old. And in order for us to be exactly who God is calling us to be, and guess what? God is calling the seven-year-old. God is calling the 70-year-old. Don't ever get to the point where you go, I have arrived. I got saved today. No, we're still in a process. No matter how long you've served God, how much you think you know about God, how many people you've taught or reached or invested in, we all have got to be saying, God, make me more like you. And the, and the way, the greatest way that God is going to make you more like him is this. Hear me. Fall in love with his word. Fall 
in love, if you are not reading his word daily, you're not becoming the person he wants you to be. He wants to speak to you through his word. At times, it's going to be a word of encouragement. It's going to make you feel good. At times, it's going to make you want to pray and say, God, forgive me. Oh, I feel, I, I want to repent. There's times his word is going to challenge your Christian living. And he's going to say, you know what? And your family and friends might be saying, whatever, it's not a big deal. I like my pizza this way. And that's fine. You keep loving them. Don't talk down to them. You show them respect. But for you, it's not about just liking it your way. It's about saying, God, what is in your word that you want to speak to me? Because I want you to make me exactly what you want me to be. Would you stand to your feet tonight? And as we close in prayer, I'm inviting you to come and find a place across this front. And here's what I think we need to do. We need to, yeah, we can repent of our sins, but we also need to say, God, help me to love your word. Help me to never take your word for granted. Help me to never to question your word. If, if, if your word is there and it says it, I don't want to say, well, you know what? I know that I just read about it, but I don't like that part. No, God, help me to align my life with your word so that I can be exactly what you want me to be as you work on my life. That's like Plato. I invite you right now. Come on up to the front, find a place to pray as she begins to play and sing. And let's just talk to Jesus about some of the things that his word says and how we can be who he is calling us to be through the power of his word. Jesus, help us tonight as we find a place to pray, God. Help us, Lord, to take the lessons that we learn just from a simple pizza and think about the fact that you're trying to speak to us tonight. Lord, every age group, Jesus, there's adults here, Lord, that are saying, you know what, I like this, but not so much that. God, help us, help all of us, every man, woman, and child, God, to be people who are saying, show us your word, teach us things in your word. Help me to embrace when my Sunday school teacher speaks, when Rock Church, Rock Academy, when the youth leader, youth worker begins to speak. Lord, let me, Lord, embrace whatever it is that's in your word, not to just justify my actions or justify things in my own life and to say, well, I just don't believe that. I don't see that. I don't, and without even trying it, without even looking into your word, help us, Lord, to be people who are studying your word, who are reading your word, who are embracing your word, Lord God. Help us, I pray tonight. In the name of Jesus, help us, Lord. Make us what you want us to be. Ultimately, that's what we all want. We want to be a reflection of your image. We want to be exactly who and what you're calling us to be. In your name, God, help us. Thank you for joining us today. We know that you have so many online options, and so we're really grateful that you chose to be with Refuge Church today. And we want you to know that moving forward, we have weekly options for you to continue to tune in online. All times are Central Standard Time, but Wednesday evenings, we have 7 p.m., and Sunday afternoons, we have 2 p.m., and we're going to actually stay in that afternoon slot while we construct a new building. So we will be at that 2 p.m. slot for the next couple of years as we're sharing space with a church who has recently purchased our existing building. So we just pray that you will continue to tune in and view our services and worship with us online.